we dedicate this time to you. Uh, we are here because you love us. And this morning, we are grateful for your love. We're grateful for your presence. We're grateful to be a part of an awesome body of Christ. Uh, Lord, would you cause us to hear something new, something fresh today? Uh, and let us play a little bit because the cat's away in Jesus' name. Amen. Everybody have a seat. How are you? You good? Good morning to all of you who are online. I don't know which one. Uh, yeah. Good morning to you, all of you who are online. Too bad you're not here with us today because uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun. In fact, you can help us just a little bit because I have another question in a moment. Um, but this today starts a new day for Metro. I have the opportunity to introduce a series that's going to happen for the next four weeks. Turn to your neighbor and say, say for the next four weeks. For the next four weeks, we're going to be in, we're going to be diving deep into some things that are very important to your life. If you call yourself, anybody else here a, me, a member of Metro City Church? Anybody else here a Metro? That's what's up. Me too. Like, I love my church. I love that, uh, Lee, that you said that. I absolutely love my church as well. Um, so we, we, what we want to do is um, we want to turn things in our favor for our entire church. And what that means for me is that means the culture of our church needs to change a bit because where we're going, we haven't been before. So we can't do the same things that we've been doing up to now. So that means things from here on out must change. Turn to your neighbor and say, tap it in, tap it in chat if you want to. From here on out, we gotta do things different. On the chat, you can put different things. How about that? Put different things. And I'm telling you, it's going to be an amazing time. But what I'd like for you to do is go ahead and, 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 and uh, uh, tap your heart and say, fix it, all right? Just go on, tap your heart and say, fix it. Because usually when you've done something over and over again or you've been used to doing things one way, even when you're working out, I think, Chris, you can help me with that, is if you're doing the same thing every day, your body says, oh, I'm used to that. I'm not going to change as a result of that, right? Your spirit is the exact same way. So you got to switch things up so that you can actually grow and change and be who God created you to be. That good? So this week, we start our Bloom series. That's B-L-O-O-M. Bloom series. B-L-O-O-M. The reason why I say O-O is because I'm only going to use one of them O's, so I just say O-O. All right? That good? <laughs> B-L-O-O-M. It's basic lifestyles of a Metro member. Basic lifestyles of a Metro member, if you are online, I'll just put Bloom in there. And in here, I want you to say basic lifestyles of a Metro member. So whether you are considering being a part of us, whether you are considering being a more, uh, a, a more consistent, more involved member, or whether you're just a person who wants to love Christ better and you want to have an effective life that God has given you, then you need all four of these things. And without these four things, I promise you, it's going to be difficult to accomplish God's purpose for your life. Because here at Metro, I love the fact that my parents, they have made it their business to make sure that you have what you need to live outside of these four walls and not just while we're in here. That good? And today I'm your big sister, so I'm going to tell you the secret. That okay? 
because, uh, you know, the cat's away, so you know, I, you, know, you know it ain't going to take me long, but that's what it is. Is that good? Four lifestyles of a Metro member. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you what I said. That cool? I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you what I said, and I'm going to be done. That, that all right with you? All right, here we go. Four, the, 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 the four uh, le- basic lifestyles of a Metro member, really simple. First of all, it's daily devotion. Somebody say daily. daily. It's daily devotion. It says in every day we need to talk to the Lord. Number two, weekly connection groups. What I love about this is it gives you a place to be cared for and gives you the opportunity to care for other people. Number three, weekly celebration. That is what we're doing today. Our church happens to meet on Sunday in the building at 99 Barclays at 10, 10 a.m. every Sunday morning. That's weekly celebration. And then the fourth one is training because we haven't been where we're going. That good? So can you say them with me? Put them on the chat if you can remember. Number one is? Very good. The second one is? How many times did the connection grow? Now, and then the third one is? And that happens on what day? Nah, and the last one is training. It's really, it's really simple. That's all it is. Today, we're going to talk about daily devotions. That's the only thing I want to talk about today. Um, and I want to do it in a new and a fresh way. So I'm going to come out there and talk to you a little bit. That all right? That can, will you talk to me if I come to you? I can't stand this stupid thing right here. I'm glad they have put this thing right here so I can come down here and talk to you just a little bit. You know what? Actually, I need to make sure I remember what I was going to say for before I say. Who is your friend in your head? How many of you are on social media? If you're not, then I need you to come on in 2021. I know you might uh, uh, put away your Facebook, but I need you to put, get back on your Facebook. Pick up your Instagram, take it off, uh, uh, take all your pictures that you're ashamed of, uh-huh, and take it off private. Uh-huh, that part. And uh, come on in to 2021. Who, does anybody have, like, when you see people that you scroll and you say, Me, we friends in my head. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I actually even, uh, Mark Batterson is my friend in my head. I'm, I'm just saying, I, I quote the stuff he says, and I got him up on my wall, and I look for his devotions. That's my homeboy. Look, Kirk Franklin is my homeboy. I know you ain't know it. But we, I see him all the time. My cousin talked to him a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you saw Stevie had a conversation with Kirk Franklin. So he, I know Kirk Franklin. He may not know I know him, but I know him. Tori Kelly is a friend of mine. I know she might not know my name, but I hope she follows me. If she ain't, then, but I'm following her in my head. She is my home girl. Who else did I say was my homie? Uh, 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 uh. Ooh. Richard Blaze. Have you ever heard this name, Richard Blaze? If you look at any of my social media, you will see that the, one of the things that I list about myself is I am an aspiring top chef. That's just what I do. And so since Richard Blaze is one of the winners of Top Chef and he's from Atlanta, have you ever been to Flip Burger? Oh my gosh, you have not been to Flip? What is happening? You need to find in Atlanta, go to Flip and get you a good burger because Richard Blaze, he's one of my homegirls. Somebody else, tell me who your homeboys, tell me who your friend is in, come, come to me and tell me who your friend is in your head. Tabitha Brown, because that's my business. Tabitha Brown, because that's my business. Yes, yes. Anybody else got friends in their head? 
No, who you got? You got to come to me because the light is over here. Mm-hmm. Yes, I tell you, tell me who your friend is. Yes, ma'am. Samantha Brown, because she tells you all about travel and all about Christmas. Uh -huh. Yes, you would need that, definitely. Somebody else tell me who your friend is. In your Don't look at me like I'm crazy because I'm coming out here. Jackie Hill Perry. That is my home girl. Man, she might not know it, but I've been with her. I, 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 I promise you, I follow her all over the city. Every time she was coming to Atlanta, I seen her. And a couple times, I got a picture and everything. You got you do too. That is my home. Anybody else got somebody in your head? Yeah, please, sir. Appreciate you. Participate with me. Look, this is going to go as easy or as hard as you make it. It could be real quick, or you could sit there in your seat and don't participate. Yes, sir. Anthony O'Neill. Anthony O'Neill. Who? Who? Is he's a. He's great. Check him out. He's he okay. Anthony. Ramsey, he he's about, about what? Every, he was mentored by Dave Ramsey. Oh, Dave mentored Ramsey. by Dave Ramsey. Okay. All right. All right. He's a friend of your friend of your yes. friend. I understand. I got it now. Friend of Dave Ramsey. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Please, Tris. Tell me who you who is in your friend in your head. My good friend, Toby Mack. Toby Mac, yes, that's a good one. I actually like Toby Mac because he was getting ready to die off a little bit, but he kind of reinvented himself and became a little bit different. Anybody else? You got to come this way. You got to come over here. Come on, one or two more, and I'm about to move it on. Who you got? Sticking on the area of finances, the budgetista. The budget. You know, I know about the. It's a girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I took a um a um a a conference little one little thing thing with her. The budget needs I know about her. Who used your friend? Mine is Paula B because she's Paula B. Oh, she's a workout person for women over fifty. Oh, that's awesome! You get you've been following her, girl. Look at that. That's so funny. That is so funny. I think I think one of the um, one of the awesome things about um, social media is it really does make you feel like you're really close to people. It's some oh, that's a good idea. That was a good idea. T Toya, come tell me who they saying online. That's a good idea. Her, her, her home girl is Sarah Jake Roberts. Uh -huh. Oh, that's a good one. Michelle said Corey Jovi. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And, and she also said uh, she cool with Korean Hawthorne. <laughs> That's good stuff. That is absolute good stuff. It kind of makes you feel like uh, I, what I like about social media is it makes the world really small, right? And you can really connect to people who you think are really great and who are doing absolutely astronomical and wonderful things that are affecting the world, namely your own personal world, right? I love that. Um, I really do love that. And I think sometimes, uh, even in, in uh, I was talking to my homegirl a little while ago, and uh, I was thinking about how sometimes I don't want to look at social media because then I start comparing my life, and I'd be like, look, I didn't did that yet. So I don't even want to look at nobody else do it. Anybody else do that? Like, just shut it down. I don't want to look no more. Mm -hmm, that's good. All right, good. So let me let you show this video right quick of one of my homeboys. He don't know my homeboy, but I see him a couple times in, in concert. He, your homegirl? I mean, your homeboy? Yeah, yeah. This is one of my homeboys. And the reason why I like this guy is because I think he, um, I think he did for Christian hip hop what Kirk Franklin did for gospel music. That make any sense to you? All right, check this out real quick. Five forty-six in the morning, 
Tossing and turning, chest burning. Sermons in my head keep reoccurring. Having visions in my head of a kid crying at the feet of the father for all the wrong things that he did. Now I'm sweating in my sheets, can't sleep cause my mind keep telling me I'm six feet deep. Don't remind me, even though I'm still alive, I can't tell. The way I'm living my life, I feel I'm going to hell. Um, I got invited by a friend to a conference. And, uh, you know, I'm really just more excited about being in a big city. I'm more excited about there being girls. I'm more excited about just what the city brings. I'm not really concerned about the conference. So I get to the conference and um, I see, like, I see guys who have been shot from being in gangs. I see, you know, girls who were extremely promiscuous in the past. I see rappers. I see dancers. I see singers. I see people who came from the same background I came from. Um, and they still embodied who they were culturally, but they were all in love with Jesus. And I'd never seen that before. And then I saw another group and they, they were sold out for Jesus and they were rapping and, and you heard about it in their songs. And I was just like, what in the world? And as I listened to the lyrics, I was like, man, I don't know this. I don't understand this God, this God they're talking about. And then finally, uh, someone got up and said, do you know you've been bought with a price? And he told me the story of Jesus on Golgotha and and him carrying the cross and him uh, bearing all of my sin, all of my lying, all of my cheating, all of my, my, my escapades, all of my drinking and drugging and put it on his own back. And he said, I was bought with a price. And it made me think, man, I'm, like, somebody thinks I'm significant enough to die for me. Somebody thinks I'm significant enough to climb up this mountain with this cross on his back and take nails in his wrists and his feet for me. I remember articulating like, God, get me out of this, just don't kill me. Do whatever you gotta do to get me out of this, just don't kill me. I was driving down the highway and I turned too quick and lost control of the wheel. My car flipped over again and again. The roof caved in, windshield caved in. No seatbelt, glass everywhere. My glasses that I had on were molded, like kind of into the frame of the car, and uh, and I didn't have a scratch. That was it. <laughs> I said I get it. Called up my friends who I knew were living for Jesus, and I said we got to make this happen. Um, I'm coming home. I saw change happening. I spent a lot of time searching for father figures. I saw the evidence. And God has shown me that, you know, ultimately he's my father. It drives me to keep pressing. I started volunteering at a juvenile detention center. And some of those songs that I had written in my darkest of times when I was crying out to God, I would do for him. And you just see him sitting there weeping. And time after time, they keep requesting it. Can you do that song again? Can you do that song again? I just need that to hold on to. I need something that's gonna remind me that I need Jesus. It hit me like, 
this is what I want to do. I want to use music to, to offer hope and encouragement to people. I was created by God, but I didn't want to be like him. I want to be him, the Jack Sparrow of my Caribbean. I remember the first created being and how he shifted the blame on his dame for food he shouldn't have eaten. And now look at us all out of eating, wearing designer fig leaves by Louis Vuitton, make-believing. But God sees through my foolish pride and that I'm weak like Adam, another victim of Lucifer's lies. But then in steps Jesus. All men were created to lead, but we needed somebody to lead us more than a teacher somebody to buy us back from the darkness you can say he redeemed us I've learned to stay close to my source of significance to my source of worth and uh, that's God my name is Lecrae and I am second it's good stuff huh Really good. It's a um, yeah. It's okay. You can clap. It's a um. It's something that you might want to go look at. It's called I Am Second. It's on. You can find it on um, on YouTube. But before I did that, do that, I I need to go back really quickly and do something that I learned to do that because I was nervous. I when I got up, you know, it's been more than a year since I've been on the pit and pulled up on Sunday. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, huh? Uh, so I was a little nervous when I got up here today, uh, but I need to go back and acknowledge the love of my life, uh, who uh, soon one day, about 112 days, I'm going to call myself Mrs. Brown because of Sir, Chaun Sir Frederick Chauncey Brown, and I just want to say I love you, and I respect you. Don't worry, there's no uh, buttering of any biscuits, uh, no salting of any roast beef, not quite yet. Uh, but you know, I've <laughs> not quite yet, uh, not yet, but uh, 112 day days, and after that I'm gonna tell you, I ain't gonna tell you nothing actually, because it's what it gonna be, all right? <laughs> anyway, that was Lecrae. Um, I, I really love to look at his journey. It's, it's really interesting. Uh, to see all the things that he went through, but I think he's really dope. Anybody know? Have anybody ever heard of any of his music? I was first introduced to it by uh, Ingrid and Todd Pickett, <clears throat> and to be honest with you, I, I didn't really want to hear it because Christian hip hop has been it's such it was so lame to me. Like, oh my gosh, you sound like 1980s. What are we doing here? Uh, but he was one of the first people to come out and with the crew that were competitive with all that was out there. And there really it's a lot of people that are out really really dope out right now uh, but I really think that he's dope I think Tori Kelly is dope like I really respect I, at one time I saw I went and I saw um, Kirk Franklin live it was at it was at um, New Birth and uh, that joke that little bit of joke ran I mean I, if he ain't on drugs good gracious that boat that joke got energy for days I promise you he ran up all three things all around and back down I was like from that moment, I was like, okay, whatever you do, I'm totally going to be following what you do because I thought that it was so great. But today, we're talking about you and your daily devotions. In a moment, that's going to make sense. Let me uh, define it for you really quickly right before I go back to what, we, what I just did. Let me define daily devotions. Here it is. You ready? You need to write this down because you need to commit it to memory. I'm going to be not Tiffany the preacher today, more so the teacher uh, this, this um, 
this morning. And, and on the chat, if you would, make sure that the people who are listening have it. This is going to be interesting, all right? Get ready to write. You ready? Daily devotions. The place where I am changed because I'm devoted to God. The place where I am changed because I'm devoted to God. One more time. The place where I am changed because I'm devoted to God. Say it with me. The place where I am changed because I'm devoted to God. Together now. The place where I am changed because I'm devoted to God. That's a whole lot more than just spending 15 minutes in the morning, isn't it? What I love about this is something that we have to do daily. Today, this message is for those of us who are consistent but need to go a little deeper. This message today is for those of us who are new or you fell off and you need to, this will be a wake-up call. That good? It'll be a wake-up call. Isaiah 52.2 basically says, awake, and then again it says, awake. Why? Because we have been a captive daughter of Zion. That's such an interesting thing, to be a captive daughter of Zion. That's the most interesting oxymoron. How can we be in jail but to be a, be a, a daughter or a person of the kingdom? Well, maybe it's because we need to awake, awake. Um, we're talking about daily, daily devotions today. Um, and, and I don't want to give you um, procedure as much as I want to give you purpose. That good? Because I think that because each one of us have a completely different personality profile, how we spend our daily devotion is a very, uh, um, it's, it's, it can be designed by you and the Lord. Uh, but anything that you do, anything that you do of discipline, it always comes to a point where you got to do something else. Here is, excuse me, here's an indicator. If you're bored, God probably is too. Okay? If you're bored with your devotions, the Lord probably is thinking, okay, we, we, we've got to do something else. Right? So your daily devotions is the beginning. In my opinion, this is my opinion, because a lot of people have work at night, right? And so it's better for them to do it on a different time and all of that. But here's what I, here's what I believe, is that the Lord should get the first and the best of who, who you are. For some of y'all, that means when you get up and you're ready to go to work at night. Some people work at 10 o'clock, so your best time of devotions might be at 8 p.m. That's not what I'm, I'm not worried about any of that. All I'm saying is that what the Lord should get should be the first and the best of who you are. I like to treat my time like I treat my tithe. That's the first off the top, right? I like to treat my time like I treat my tithe. It's the first off the top, and it represents the rest. Doesn't that change your perspective just a little bit about daily devotions? All right, just in case it doesn't, I got three things to tell you. But when I tell you these things, it's so simple and so quick and so easy that you could miss it. So I need you to go ahead and take your right hand. Come on, take your right hand right here. Come on now. Listen, you got to participate. All right, take your right hand like this, huh, and tap that battery. Because today we're going to hear something that we've heard before, but we need to hear it in a different way. That good? So this is something so simple, but I need you to listen with a different ear. Father, in the name of Jesus, cause 
these words not to fall on deaf ears. Another oxymoron. Thank you, Lord, for giving us ears to hear. More importantly, fill us with your spirit that we are ready to do your will. That good? All right, I'm telling you, it ain't gonna take me long. You know, the cat's away, so we're gonna get up out of here. Is that all right? Because I don't think we gotta be here long. Really quickly, just what I wanna tell you. You ready for the first thing? Are you ready now? You got to be ready now. I tried to tell you on Easter, but I'm gonna have to tell you again because it went right past your life, and then I'm gonna tell you again, all right? You ready? Appreciate that, sir. Jesus loves you. Sounds so simple, doesn't it? But I am of the firm conviction that all those who sin, all those who, who are living beneath what God created for them to do have just either forgotten or never knew the love of Jesus. He loved you so much that before you were I was going to say something about something in your daddy's pants, but I probably shouldn't do that. Uh, before you were a thought on your parents' mind, he went to the cross and decided to give his life to be tortured and murdered, tortured and punished for the things that you would do. Now, I've been a believer all my life. You understand? I was born to Flynn and Carolyn Johnson. Have mercy on my soul. Now, I didn't say yes to Jesus until I was about 21. But, 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 but between the birth and 21, I, I was still saved because I was coming to church. I, that was supposed to be funny, but I guess not. So, uh, so uh, but, but I, and I know that between the time I was born and the time I was 21, I know I did some things that, that probably put a shame on my Johnson name. God have mercy. I'm thinking about some of stuff. That I'm so glad I'm about, to, I'm about to give that Johnson up, Lord Jesus, because there were some things that I did knowing Christ, but still did the wrong thing. And before I ever spit in, the, to, in Jesus' face, I was the one who spit in his face. Have mercy. I knew right from wrong. He loved me anyway. So many times I deserve to be dead. But he loves me. Now you can have some of that love you want to, but I'm going to take it for myself today. He loves me. Love is the sacrificial act for the benefit of someone else. Some of y'all husbands and wives need to be reminded of that today. It's a sacrificial act for the benefit of another. In other words, he didn't get nothing out of dying for me. And the best thing I can do it's a loving back. I'm sorry. I, 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 I know you come to church. I'm not going to holler at you today. I just, I just want to remind you of the love, the depth of love that Jesus has for you. 
I'm grateful. Anybody grateful for the love of Jesus today? Twelve years, I cried, prayed, fasted, hoped and wished, gave my life to Jesus and my time and my energy and my body and my life. Man, February 1, 2020. The Lord saw fit. The Lord saw fit to have me introduced to the love of my life. Every second of that pain was worth that moment. Not because of what I'm going to get on the other side of I do, but because it was God's purpose for my life. I'm sorry, this is just an expression of my love for my Jesus. Now, you can have him if you want to, but it's my Jesus. Anybody? It's like that. If it's my Jesus, won't you put that in the chat real quick? If it's, if it's your Jesus. I want to remind you of the love of Jesus. Number two, three things I want to tell you. Number two, number one, Jesus loves you. Turn to somebody because maybe they didn't hear me. Maybe they didn't see the tears in my eyes. It's okay. Turn and look, look somebody square in their face and say, Jesus loves you. It's good stuff, huh? Man, see, this is the type of dude. Man, I, all husbands look very closely. Man, I'm going to do my best. I promise you, sir. I'm going to do my best at, at, at competing with how you serve me. Man, I swear to you, I'm going to try my best to put you to shame because you do a good job already. I don't even got your last name. Are you already serving me? I appreciate that. I promise you that. Number two. Number two, let's see how I said it. <laughs> His love in you was meant to create greatness in you. You were meant to be great because of his love. I think that's the way a better way of saying it. You were meant to be great as a result of his love. We just spent a, a little bit of time looking at the people who are doing what they were created to do, right? Whether it's a budgetista or the fitness over 50, 50 or, or, or entertainers who literally, like I promise you, I, I know Tori Kelly, she was, she was meant to do what she's doing, right? I think about my, my, my baby brother, like, oh, you know, Luca Flynn Johnson is here. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy. I got another nephew. Uh, he was born Tuesday, Monday? Tuesday, thank you. April 13th, he was born. Uh, six pounds, both he and mom are healthy and at home already. And uh, the reason why I'm standing here is because mom and dad are in L.A., going to be there until the first, uh, taking care of uh, Matthew and Vicky and Luna. God bless Luna, because she got to share her daddy. And I'm just telling you, that's going to be an ordeal. I don't know if you saw that video. Uh, 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 Vicky sent me, she said, uh, Luna said, my husband. And Vicky said, no, 
Daddy is my husband. Luke said, no, it's my daddy and my husband. <laughs> I said, Vicki, you done lost that. <laughs> Good luck. Luca Flynn is, is, is uh, in the family, so it's awesome. Uh, super proud of them. I don't know if they're watching this morning, but uh, super proud to have another nephew. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? Ah, we're talking about Matthew and his greatness. I don't know if you've ever heard or seen my brother do anything, but it was, he was born to be on the big stage, right? Like he was supposed to. Like I, I don't know when it's going to pop for him the way he, he deserves for him to pop. I have no idea, but he was created to do that, right? But here's the deal. What were you created to do? What are we waiting on to pop for you? What are we, what are we in, waiting in the wings to see? what you're going to do. Maybe the reason why you're still here is because you haven't done it yet. Maybe it hasn't popped because what you do early in the morning, the first thing, hasn't been done like it needs to be done. Because you were meant for greatness. Jesus doesn't love you just for loving's sake. That's not the end all and be all. I love to hear when Christopher's talking, but Christianity is all about love. Not quite. I think the result of that love should be change. Because if you love Jesus, then you obey him. But that's in the Bible. I'm not reading that part yet. Because it, when, you, when you love him or when he loves you, then your life begins to be different. And the thing is, you were meant for greatness. Too busy looking at other people do their greatness and not enough time and discipline spent on your own greatness. Here's the deal. The reason why we come to church every week, weekly celebration, is because we're supposed to spend Monday to Saturday being a billboard for who God is and how great he is. But how would you do that if you don't have a conversation, conversation with him every day? The reason why we do daily devotions is because you're incapable of accomplishing that greatness without him. But with him, greatness is not just possible, it will be exponentially blow your mind if you just spend time with him on a daily basis. Now, I'm not giving you uh, specifics regarding how to do that. so many ways to do that. But I've already told you the third thing. Number one, Jesus loves you. Number two, your life is meant to be great. Number three, you will not accomplish God's greatness or the fullness of his will for you without a daily devotion. No other way around it. No other way around it. This church, I love it, it's not just about what happens on Sunday, but it really is a concentration of what happens between Monday and Saturday. And that's why it's so important that you speak to the Lord on a daily basis. One of my favorites, Paul, one day I'm gonna, gonna meet him. Uh, not too soon, Jesus, I got things I need to do, Lord. Uh, but e eventually, one day I'm gonna go to heaven, I'm gonna talk to Paul, man, what an interesting guy. You should read about his life. He was interesting. Uh, Philippians 3, 7 through 14, I think is a scripture for those of y'all who need the Bible. Uh, 
and haven't heard it yet this morning, Philippians 3, 7 through 14, real simple. But whatever things were gained to me, these things I have counted as loss because of Christ. I need you to understand very clearly, uh, it's, it, it's not going to happen uh, because uh, one of the reasons why Frederick and I are in this relationship is because of the thing, the one thing that if I could say, if I could just narrow everything down to one thing, it would, it would be because uh, 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 he, what he does is not separate from his word. It, he will not say it if he doesn't, if he ain't going to do it. But if he says it, it's done. But if he breaks my heart tomorrow, I promise you I'm going to be all right. Why? Because it is all lost considering in comparison to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. It's so interesting. Can you really say that though? Can you, can you really, really for real say that? Lord, don't take my house. Jesus, don't take my children. Right? What are those things that may be competing with your knowledge or being known or being consumed or having that relationship with Christ? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I ain't going to mess with you just a little bit. You can think about that on your own time. Verse 8, more than that, I count all these, all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. I'm sorry, that's a whole lot more than just saying a sinner's prayer. for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish or garbage so that I may gain Christ and may be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law by everything that I do, but that which is through faith in Christ. The righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship have mercy of his sufferings do you really want to know Jesus <laughs> Woo, my God being conformed to his death now we don't like all that part but I promise you if you do this part I promise you it'll be better than any gift you have ever had if somehow I may attain to the resurrection from the dead, verse 12, not that I have already grasped it all or have already become perfect, but I press on if I may also take hold of that for which I was taken hold of by Christ. I love that language. I promise you it took me like 16 times before I read it and I was like, wait a minute, I didn't get it. It, 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 it was, it's like legal jargon, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it's so interesting. I'm going to read it one more time. Now that I have already grasped it, now that I have not, uh, not that I have already grasped it all, or have already become perfect, but I press on as if I may also take hold of that for which I have been taken hold of by Christ. In, or, in order for me to reach where he wants, then I have to take hold of him as I go on to reach what he called me to do. I know I messed it up already again. 
Brothers and sisters, I do not regard myself having taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press, somebody put that in the, in the chat. I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. My God, knowing God is not, it is a simple thing, but it may not always be easy, right? But the thing that makes it easier is your focus on it first. He said, this one thing I do, if you could just get in up in the morning, I know you may go to sleep with a hundred things on your mind. Dream and it's a thousand more. Right? But when you wake up, if you could just have this one thing on your mind, the one thing on your mind to press to get into the presence of the one who created you and who is walking with you through the valley of the shadow of death. I promise you, if you get this one thing on your mind, just get in his presence. Speak to him, read his word, and then shut up and listen. Some of our daily devotions have become a monologue. And it really needs to be a dialogue. It needs to be a conversation between you and the one who created you. The one who knows what time the sun is going to rise. He can count the hairs that you lost. He knows how much month is at the end of your money. And if you talk to him on a consistent basis enough, you'll, you'll find out that that thing will start switching around, especially if you do what you heard. You have underestimated yourself. You have underestimated yourself. You have not counted yourself worthy of the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Because if you did, we'd have a whole lot more millionaires already here in this church. I'm sorry, there were many years over and over again, they keep saying that this church is gonna be full of millionaires. Maybe we're just waiting on the consistency of your daily devotions. Maybe the Lord will drop that idea inside of your heart. And as you are consistently obedient to what he says, I bet you your life will become what you've always known it could be but never thought of how it could happen. But if you just press early in the morning, I admonish you to press early in the morning before, before uh, David talks about over and over, awaken the dawn, right? That is you being the one to bring up the sun because you already up talking to the Lord. And so when the sun comes up, you are already ahead of things because you've been talking to the one who created the day that ain't even there yet. Wonder what would happen for your finances, for your relationships. I wonder what would happen for your business if you just made a decision to daily. And not just that 15 minute, I'm just going to say what I'm supposed to say. I'm sorry, sweetheart. I think 15 minutes is an awesome place to start. 
But if you're going to accomplish his dreams for your life, you're going to have to spend a little bit more time. Because there's some nuggets that he wants to drop you, drop into your life. And it just, it takes you 15 minutes just to quiet all the thoughts in your head. But if you just remembered that he loves you. If you just remember that greatness is what he intended for you and that that greatness cannot be accomplished unless you spend daily time with him, I promise you, I promise you, you're going to watch your life change and the dreams that you have been waiting for, the dreams that have been waiting on you. You're gonna find them in your reality, in your hands, in your in your in your in your pocket, in your account. Nah, that part. This message is for those of us. This message is for those of us who are brand spanking new. And, or those of us who have fallen off and we need a wake-up call. But this is also for those of us who have been consistent and we need to go deeper. Because what the Lord wants us to create, we are incapable of without him. And that's all I had to tell you today. So... Appreciate you. So maybe I can leave you just with a little help. Is that good? Those of you. No, I wrote it down. Ah, if you need help with your consistency and you need to go a little deeper, or this is something brand spanking new to you. And you need somebody to walk alongside you. You know what I mean? Sometimes you need somebody to help. Wake up so you can get up earlier. That good? If, that, if that's you, either one of you, just stand in your seat. Listen, I'm not going to have you come down, so you won't have to worry about that. So stand in your seat. If you're one of those ones that just need a little help with consistency or you need a little help with um, just uh, jumping back on the, on the thing. You know what I mean? Uh, like you want somebody to walk alongside you to make sure that this becomes a habit. That good? Good. Uh, it's good stuff. One, two, three. I don't know if, if you're a leader in this house. What I'm doing is I'm counting my the people who I'm responsible for. Maybe you should do that too. <laughs> I done counted three at least that I'm responsible for. One, two, three. I see her. Please believe I see you. Don't, don't you worry about it. <laughs> All right, good stuff. Keep standing if you would. Those of y'all who don't need no help, which you would, if you don't, anybody scared to be touched? I mean, I don't care. If you're scared to be touched, tell somebody don't touch you. But if you ain't scared to be touched and somebody else is around you and they can pray for you really quickly, touch somebody that's behind you or around you, if you would. We're going to pray really quickly. I think it's important. gonna get out of here it's good stuff yep there we go good stuff
Yep. You do that. All right, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. First of all, we want to be reminded so much of your love. God, your love for us caused it to overwhelm us, cause it to come upon us, cause it to rise up in us. So much so, Lord, that we are compelled to be in your presence. I thank you, Lord, for drying up the taste of anything else that has been in its place. I thank you, Lord, for drying up any thirst, any hunger, any drive for anything else. Put this one thing in front of us. Lord, your presence, your name, your love, your joy, your peace, your anointing, your spirit inside of us. I come against the enemy that comes to our homes, whispers in our ears, steals our time, takes our money, causes us to worry. I thank you, Lord, that those things dry those things up, Lord, in your presence in the name of Jesus. Cause those things to seem so small when we consider your love for us. Father, I thank you, Lord, for touching our memory, our imagination, our creativity as you set us on the path of accomplishing your purpose for our lives. Make the dream big, make it great, make it wide. Lord, that we may please you. God, that we may be consumed with the one thing that is pressing for the call of God on our lives. Thank you, Lord. We repent in the name of Jesus for putting those things before you. And we decide beyond our emotions, beyond our bodies, beyond what we can see or feel, we press into your presence. God, that you will be pleased with our lives. That we may be a church filled with people who love and obey you in the name of Jesus. Oh God, help us in our day. Give us creativity. Make it fun. Give us laughter and joy in our daily devotions. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.